Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to introduce you to our sponsor for this episode. This is a D&D podcast that is much better than ours. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The major difference between theirs and ours is that theirs is a sci-fi themed D&D adventure. So if you're all caught up on your weekly podcast, I want you to do something for me. I want you to stop. Yeah, pause the episode right now and go find them. They're on Spotify, on iTunes. You can also check my show notes for all the links where they're available. Okay, thanks for doing that. Now, on to the show. Last time on Lawful Stupid. The boulder is about 10 feet from you, and suddenly it stops midair. As you look to your right, there is one of the earthbending druids, bloodied and arm raised as his hand shakes, and he throws it back toward the stone giant, knocking it to the ground. You're left standing on this stage. To the south, two halflings and three humans walk in. To the east are two goliaths, three elves, and a triton. They all have these glowing white eyes. As they look at you, they have like these smiles, just just barely teeth showing, and they sniff into the air and begin to walk toward you. Your boots scooting and boogieing all the way to what looks like just another section of the woods. But this new agent walks over to a tree. You inscribe a symbol and that symbol begins to glow and turns into a wooden door. And then she like opens the door and gestures them in. Uh, I write in my book, uh, Dr. Enoch, which question should Lucian ask to get out of our predicament? Professor Peacock says, find a safe place to regroup. Ask Nova if you're safe where you are. See, it's a safe house is the problem. So I'm going to assume that based on the name, that's fine. And the top of this tree that you're in is, is ripped apart. As the stone giant begins to reach in, you see something go through his head, one side out the other. The giant falls to the ground, and then the door at the front opens up. And you see a figure, and he says, uh, nice digs. And Breeze has shown up. Uh, last episode, we, t- we talked about this, and, and we've already got the recap. But he's just so cool. It's cool as fuck. I guess. And he walks into the situation, and so now this cool air from outside, snow that's been billowing in, I mean, during your entire trip, during the competition, you feel that enter into this safe house that reflects the beautiful and elaborate and ornate things that Miss um, B would have in her digs. It reflects her because she has she was rolled and determined to have the strongest personality at the time. <laughs> and so all of the things in this room are very much like her room at the KNG. And they But it's the just like it's just like the will and size of your heart to be a keyblade master. It can fluctuate from moment to moment. So I'll be coming for you, Riku, to take back what is mine, including my friends, Donald and Goofy, who have abandoned me here in my darkest mm. hour. Mm. Say lovey. So um you said there's a cold wind blowing in. Would you say that a cool breeze has just come in? The coolest of breezes <laughs> has just come in. I-, I thought for sure that's what he was saying until he referenced <laughs> the snow. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, it's actually let me just be real honest with you. Didn't get that even from myself, and I'm usually pretty with it. <laughs> oh, no. So, moving on. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and get Nekov off this call real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was real fun. Bye forever. Miss you always. <laughs> Your character is hit by the said train we've been waiting on. <laughs> Shouldn't have waited on the tracks. That's a fool's, fool's move. Oh, no. Hi, Breeze. Hey, how's it going, partner? Good to see you there. It's good to see you. How you been? Cracking you. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed a while back, but you know, I figured you were here for good. So. There's some, uh, there's some evil in the wind, and it's. I tell you, it's more exciting than I've I've had to deal with some things in a while. I reckon I feel the same mm-hmm. way, partner. You, you don't have to talk like that. That's just this it's, is it's just Lucian how starts. <laughs> Lucian begins to adapt Breeze's mannerisms, so he's just all <laughs> puts his hands on extra. His, his holsters that don't exist. <laughs> 
<laughs> as he talks. <laughs> yeah, he just he just gets a little Matthew McConaughey. All right. Hey, oh, um, no. Luke, we, we talked about this, but you you have to be yourself. That's what people want to see. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I, just, I know. Yeah, it, I, I get yeah. it. I just spent so many months, so many months studying moons. <laughs> I'd say moons because it's a lot. I well. I mean, because there's two of them, so it's two times whatever the days are. That's true. I spent so many moons just studying you and trying to emulate you that it just it happens. He walks over, put his hand on his shoulder, and says, "Doing good work, pal." Now, I I judo flip him. <laughs> um, <laughs> roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Uh, How do you attempt to, to do this? Like, are you, like, grabbing... Well, I feel like he just puts his hand on my shoulder and just, like, instinct. I just go, ah! And toss him over. <laughs> um, he actually uses the substitution jutsu, and he's just a log of wood. <laughs> but I flip the fuck out of that log of wood. <laughs> and then he appears behind you, and he, he uh, sweeps your legs. Oh, no. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's good to know that that's what a natural 20 will do. Oh, it'll be cool. Well, I was reading the rules, and actually it says that you don't count natural 20s uh, on that. It just is and that. And then if it's a higher roll than that, and Breeze takes more than that. I'm saying, 23 is my best. I can't do better than 23. You were reading the rules? I did once. <laughs> for six, I was just seeing how it compared to 6E. For 6E? E. E. No, I read 5E. Okay, e. okay, okay. The okay, old okay. rules. <laughs> okay. Just, just, just to help him quoted some I, rules. I, I, Wait, wait, as his job as part of D and D Wizards of the Coast's onboarding team for Sixth Edition, he he was required. You have to look, look, man. You got to take one rule from the game and pass it on to into your edition. He, no, he just edition. he just wanted to have that one moment where, for once, he's the one correcting Chainsaw on the rules. Like just 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 once. <laughs> hey, can I can I just be honest with you guys for another? He was second? just using my own words against me from campaign two. I, I don't no I don't know if that was the rules. I just took a shot in the dark. We slowly roll back to five e. He gets it. <laughs> no, he was just playing telephone with the rules. That's what's happening. All right, all right, all right. Uh, um, it's just uh, something I remember Dwayne saying in campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and listened to every episode we had. Uh, question, uh, Breeze. If you've been here this whole time, why, why weren't you shooting people near us? This entire time, instead of dramatically right when we're about to fight one. I wasn't as cool. Oh, uh, I, I have been partner. You just didn't see it. Mm. Mm. The list. There was that one that was beating on the top of the the maze the entire time. Oh, that's why I just missed him. Out yeah, but you didn't see his seventy brothers and sisters. Did There's you? a lot more than yet. Yeah, you got spot on there, Gail. There's there's a lot more than things coming this way. And what you say is like hmm. they're much stronger than you think. We we gotta get out of here, and that's what I'm saying. I come here to help. I've been trailing you because I got news. Um, we gotta get on the train. We gotta get out of here. There's there's nothing else we can do. Uh, we man, we're waiting on the train, so yeah. Oh, you did. You gotta wait to speed that up, partner. He looks over at uh, Belto. You you punched it in. You're good to go. Yeah, of course. Well, how long you been waiting? I don't know. Too long. Ten, 10 minutes? It's been, uh, I don't know, like 10, 20 minutes. One week. I'm not going to go into the song. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's my guess because we did ritual stuff. So. Yeah, we did ritual spells, so I'm assuming at least 10 minutes. All right. Well, I guess we just twenty minutes tops. We will. They're headed this way, so we just we need to take up some arms and, and do what we can to, to fight off. Yeah. Real quick question, Breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, can, and it, I just like scratch out a name. Can you sign my book here, please? Oh, okay, that's a weird request, but you know. I, yeah. No. It's whatever good. for you guys. I, I do appreciate. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And just just Breeze works for you. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. It's, yep. It'll, it'll work perfectly. That's All a right, surprise tool for later. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Everyone loves it's a good surprise tool. He's going to die. <laughs> oh, here's, your, here's your book. And you open it, and it's just like someone shooting a finger at you. No, I'm kidding. He wrote his name. <laughs> that, that's, that stands for Breeze. I believe it. He's What's so that cool. weird wing dude doing flying behind you there, William? I mean, it is a bird. 
It is a uh, bird. <laughs> why is it eating apples, William? Perfect. Uh, and then he says, uh, he stops. And he says, uh, now nah, I can stop one. But there's a couple other of them giants and some more in this way. So, it's a fight I guess we're going to have to put up until that train gets here. And if you, you can hear, very similar to the, the first scream at the maze when the contest started. I, I start casting a ritual spell. I need 10 minutes. You tell me if I get 10 minutes before these things approach me. Well, I think, tell kind of tell Breeze like what you got planned. So that way it's like these guys know we got to go buy some time. Oh, hey, Breeze, I'm going to jump into one of these dudes. Buy me 10 minutes. Uh, all right. That sounds a little tricky, but uh, okay. Uh, just need to keep them away from you. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes, and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go jump into them. It's gonna be great. Okay. So he looks at all of you, Lucian. Uh, so I have a, I have a plan. Okay. Uh, you're not. You're very skilled in close combat, but you're a long range marksman. So you should uh, leave mm. and support us from afar, and then Miss B and. I and Nikova's character, whose name Bell-tol. I will remember Bell-tol. when Devin says it to me. Belltoll. Belltor. Toll. Belltoll. The Belltolls. Got it. Belltoll. Okay. Uh, so, me, Miss B, Belltoll, we'll stay here and protect William so that he can do his thing while you support us from afar. No. I guess a couple things did rub off on you. All right, I'll take my leave, but don't leave without me. I got to catch this train back, too. Absolutely. And so, yeah, at, with that moment, he'll kind of take off. He'll look left and right, and you see him head for a uh, like a grouping of trees about a quarter mile, half mile off to the right. And he heads. He just takes off in a, a jock with that, and you see his falcon fly over as well. Hey, uh, so I'm just trying to keep track of time here, Devin, and I... I, I got me at about 20 minutes left on uh, Warding Bond. Does that sound right to you? If you cast it, when you when did you cast it again? I cast it like before we started running towards the safe house. You would have... I grabbed, I grabbed Miss B's hand and be like, hey, stay close. No, it would be over because you guys, there was like a five mile trek to it. So it would have been over by this point. Okay. Got it. Cool scenes. Uh, Let's uh, play then- traps. <laughs> Um, that's uh, not really my area of expertise, but <laughs> I'll help. Yeah, if we look outside the door, how close are these things? Uh, you're kind of standing on top of a hill, uh, and you see it kind of dips down, uh, flattens out, goes back up, and you see that they are on the opposite that hill that kind of rises up, and I would say they're about half a mile from you. In snow well, coming down even a little bit harder. Uh, any footprints you had before are now disappearing, but it's, it's obvious there's kind of some smoke um, coming up from the trees where it was ripped off by the stone giant. It lays there next to you, um, dead as well. And there are more stone giants coming that we can kind of see from far there away. There are two more that you see with a smaller group of individuals, um, and there's probably uh, 10 or 12 of them. They're varying sizes. Do we okay. have trees around us? Just that group off to the right that Breeze is running toward. Uh, actually, you're in a group of trees <laughs> as well because that's kind of where it was like tucked away, this hideout. So yeah, you're in a small group of trees as well. Breeze, uh, combat rule number 34. Take stock, assess the situation, inventory, your merits. So what do you have? We have magic items and stuff, right? What do we got? What do we got? Anybody got anything slicky, slippery, slickery? Anybody got anybody uh, got anything sharp? Anybody got any? <laughs> got some oil. We could set things on fire. Oh, oil would be lovely. You could set oil on this hill and then it'd be, it'd be slippery for them to get up. And then I have fire magics and I'll just set it ablaze once they get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can put down the ropes around the trees and trip up the giants and possibly the others if we put it loaded enough. Uh, if anybody else has more, we can do more. Uh, I used my rope up in the mountain climbing challenge. Uh, Belto will like pull her rope out of her pouch and or her bag and toss it over for this. Um, 
but I have another question for the DM. So the part of this tree was like torn apart. Are there like perchance large branches or large like chunks of tree laying about? Lots, yes. Okay. Um she's going to without really consulting the others because it's how she do. Um she's going to go and start dragging tree branches and things to create kind of like a tiered like layers of cover right so like there's a tree branch here and there's some space and there's another like tree branch or some debris and another space okay Um, it's kind of like little defensible walls or kind of at least little barriers you get behind okay um and i can roll you know a a strength-based skill for that if you'd like no i i think if you knowing your character you are able to do that now i would say you're able to get about three wherever you want to place them if you want to place them like distances out or just in a line whatever you choose to do you are able to do that I'd say they're about three feet tall as well okay um we're gonna put one like about maybe 30 feet in front of the door okay like directly in front of the door so anybody standing in the doorway will get like you know kind of partial cover from that yeah. um and then about 30 feet from out from that a larger like a longer line of the other two next to each other okay uh at this time actually let's see miss b i'll let you take an action and then we'll go into kind of what the group does i'll go set up a rope between the trees uh, that they can maybe trip on that is like the direct path towards us at this house Okay, uh, we're going to say you kind of, like, hide them in the snow a little bit. I'm just, like, trip wires. Is there mm-hmm. anything you want to place with those or just yep. trip wires? Uh, basically just trip wires for them. Okay. Ropes, because they're giant stone golem things. Okay. Don't like them. <laughs> Here's what happens. The stone golems, or stone giants, rather, stop on the opposite hill. And they are just staring that creepy smile in your direction. Uh, and the smaller group also halts. And they're kind of looking around. And then all at once, very quickly, look in your direction. And almost as like they're in, in unison, stone giants both reach down with the right hand, look in your direction, calculate, and then throw these stones. Um, I think that you guys uh, have been hiding pretty well. The snow's blowing pretty hard, so they're at a disadvantage when they throw this. And just based on my rolls, it wouldn't matter even if you did roll to like for your ACs to get hit. And so they they almost they, these stones are as tall as you are, five six feet tall at least. Roll into your area, but none of you are hit. Uh, and then the group continues to walk forward, and they're about a quarter mile away from you now. Miss B. Yes. I need you to do the oil. Um, yeah. But I need you to do it in strips. Okay. Can you do that in like horizontal strips facing one side of the hill? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little game of tag with the giants and I'm gonna rope a dope them in a in a zigzag formation to bias the most time, hopefully set up breeze for some shots, but then I'm gonna run back up the hill, but because I know where the grease is and it's in horizontal strips, I should be able to jump the gaps up the hill and then set them ablaze as they chase me. That's my plan. <laughs> Avoid the rope tripwire. Yes. And she will do this. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to start just running down the hill towards the giants. Okay. Everyone's go- I'm going to give you all like an action before I move into the group. Um, I was just going to say that uh Beltol will set up like just in front of the furthest cover that she set up, right? It's like a good 60 feet away Mm -hmm. from the door and draw her sword and just kind of like be ready to be like the front line of of defense. Okay, she's going to ready an action to attack. What do you want just when a baddie comes within range? Yeah, I would like to um, I don't know if I can ready to rage and also attack, but that's kind of what I want to do. Um, uh, we'll see. What, we'll see what happens when we get there. <laughs> you can ready. It would be a, like a bonus action, but wait I mean, we could still. But it kind of depends on how long it takes. But okay. Yeah. And this be. 
Uh, she'll set up the oil uh, for Lucian. Otherwise, she'll run back and take cover. Uh, probably behind one of the boulders because they're big and a lot sturdier than those branches. Okay. Um, and with that, we have we, we know that William is still working on uh, his, his ritual spell. And we're going to say he's about... The cape is bellowing, though. <laughs> Looks super Old cool. Always. Um, the stone giants, uh, they reach into the ground. Uh, but they, they aren't able to make any different moves. And you see the group is coming down, and they're very close. Um, they're about 100 feet from uh, Lucian at this time. <laughs> and back to you guys. I'm just going to, like... Uh like peel off in one direction kind of probably opposite of where Bree's tree cluster is and see if I can get them to follow me. And I'll just hoop and holler the whole time like, hey! Uh, pebbles for brains! Oh, and they're pissed. <laughs> like, they're so mad <laughs> Your Your mothers were sandstone and your dads were igneous rock. So pissed. <laughs> You're getting the next turn. I'm <laughs> just running. Just 80 feet a turn running. Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, B, Belto? Still standing uh, fast? Yep, still going to stand fast. Not close enough for me to happily hit with an arrow without uh, taking disadvantage. Don't want that yet. Okay. Belto? Um gonna see and keep track of where Miss B is hiding um, and kind of position myself so that I can be within 30 feet of her should I need to use an ability I have that has that range um, but still just kind of like waiting for for it to hit like I don't know what to tell you uh, a class doesn't have too much that's not direct melee so <laughs> hanging out and waiting for them to come in range okay <clears throat> I think that They've made it, this first group, um, Lucian, to your the very first stage of where your oil zigzags would be. Okay. I thought that was... Ki- so in my head, I was on kind of the flat terrain right now, kind of kiting the golems, and the, the oil would have been in strips on the hill as like a last line of defense. Yeah, so they've come down the hill. Because I imagine... So if you think about it, like you went into the valley, the giants on this other hill throwing across. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they stopped on the hill. You've gone down into the valley to set up to come back up to your hill, correct? No, I've, I'm running. I'm strafing through the valley to try to draw the golems away from Breeze and the cabin. Okay, well they haven't. So they haven't. So once they've gotten to the top of the hill, they haven't moved. They're just throwing long distance. Okay. Um, that group, as you've gone down to the valley, have now sort of locked onto you. Okay. And so if you have set that up, they are trailing behind you. Is that right? Yes. So then you have now yep. behind you that oil. So they've reached that. So I don't know if there's anything special that you're doing with that now as they've gotten well, to the front of that line. So they're, they're going to have to try to not trip on it yes. first. And then um, what would that put me distance-wise from them? Uh, so you were already the 80 feet. I mean, and I think if you're taking that every turn, you're probably 120 feet away from them. Well, if they're, I'm not going to run if they're not chasing me. No, they are pursuing you, but they are just walking. They're just like what's what? So so I'm trying to kite them. So like Lucian would know with their relative speed versus his relative speed what would be kind of like a safe distance. Okay, because he's watching them chase him at this point. So about how much are they moving every turn? They're moving their thirty feet each turn. They're moving thirty feet. Okay, so what Lucian will do then is uh, instead of like kiting out the full eighty feet, he can move. He'll stay sixty feet out so that he can kind of still be effective. Okay, um, and as soon as they hit that patch of oil he'll cast uh fairy fire on that group okay uh that is a a deck save so i'm gonna roll which it i don't know if gonna, i don't know if they get disadvantage of that because they're in oil well and they fall so they've slipped so this group has got they've, they've if, if, the if they're prone they definitely have disadvantage on their deck save yes and so what's happening now is they've come down the hill they've reached the bottom and their eyes are just locked on you that creepy smile just following you it's very unsettling and mm-hmm. they do reach. They don't even look down. They reach that spot where you place the oil and begin to slip into it, almost clamoring. It's not even they're not surprised by it. 
but they're yeah, they're just they're not gaining foot, and they just keep slipping. Any way to keep moving forward, they're just going to try to do. Let's okay, see. so group one. Um, what do I need? I need to roll. You're looking for you're looking for a fourteen on a dex uh, disadvantage. Both both fail that. So okay. fairy fire effects. We're going to say group one is five of these individuals, and group two is six of them. So they are now all kind of glowing with this ethereal glow, uh, and all attacks on them while I maintain concentration. Uh, are going to have advantage. Um, also, if there was anything invisible in the AOE, it's now revealed. Didn't think so, but you gotta say it. Here's, and there's nothing <laughs> is invisible because I did a head, a head that shook my head. You notice that when you cast this and they're falling and they just, it seems comical almost, like these powerful things are just slipping and falling, but you cast very fire and it's successful. They begin to grow in size as they are this light is bouncing all around them and I even think the light is is passing between them now as they glow and they begin to grow one additional size and it's almost like their strength is renewed as they stop and stand and then that's when you hear it the sound of a train whistle that is so ominous and into your core William, your 10 minutes has gone by. How far away are they from me? They're bottom of the hill, I would say 120 feet. Oh, fuck me. They're not going to get anywhere near us by the time this train comes up. Um, okay, cool. Well, we got, got, to, got to remember, we all still have to get to you where the train is. So they might chase yeah, us back to you. Okay, well... Um, I, so I don't know if you can I'm hold on to that and just wait, but... Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's 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 on me for a while. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna move up to the front of the line, uh, thirty feet forward. So uh, basically, my goal is the first one that gets within thirty feet of me. I'm gonna like charge, but um, I'm since I got time, since they're 120 feet away, I'm gonna lob a fucking fireball down into them, and they're covered in oil. Uh, okay, <laughs> and then so I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it like for two groups again. And sure. Uh, fail. Number to beat is fifteen. Yeah, they both fail. All right. They are going to take twenty-nine fire damage plus, plus whatever the oil is the do. oil does. Yeah. Usually, an extra d six of fire damage is the rule. Yep. It's going to be like a huge fucking explosion. These fireballs shoot off down the mountain. They they light up this snowy area as the snow begins to fall even more. And as it hits the bottom, there is a giant explosion almost. And you see even the two stone giants that are on the hill cover their eyes and take a few steps backwards. And all you see is fire at the bottom. And you see the flames begin to absorb into the skin of all of these creatures. And now they have like these red, almost tribal veins flowing up and through their body. And they continue Mm -hmm. to press forward. Mm Mm-hmm toward you. Now they're midways up your hill, almost reaching your first barricade. And then the train whistle blows again. And Ginge will have some creepy noise we talked about. <laughs> we'll <make it> that. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, well, since they're closer and I feel like it's up to my turn kind of close again, uh, I'm just... I'm gonna fire arrows, especially any of them that are tailing close to Lucian. Don't want them on him. He's my precious tiny okay, boy. Okay, I will roll... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you can attack whichever group one, group two that you want. Group one has less people in it. Uh, I think group one's mm. the closer one, right? So, that she'll be doing that group because okay. they're closer to Lucian. Short bow. Cool. None of them hit. <laughs> it's just going to be a ten. <laughs> yeah. No. I think they. I think it does. That does hit. Um. You hit up front. There is a dwarf, and he's carrying an axe uh, in his hand. And when you shoot, it hits him in the shoulder, and he lets out a scream. And sort of that red fire, that red color that had had made his veins almost glow that color sort of dissipates a little bit. How much damage does it take? 
Nine. Okay. And he just keeps walking. He doesn't do anything with the arrow. It's just in his shoulder as it trapes up the mountain or up the hill. Cool. Miss B will be doing that. Uh, otherwise, that's, that's it for my turn. Lucian is booking it back to the safe house at 120 feet per turn. And I, I think you make it back and you see that there is a door open on the opposite wall that wasn't there before. And it is leads into a dark space and there is smoke kind of billowing out into you know this room, but is now billowing out up and out of the tree that has been ripped off. Um, Beltol is going to shout back to the others and just uh, she's going to say get on the train I'll hold them back as long as I can just hurry and then like charge forward as Lucian passes her um and no, William no, laughs no, no, at no, that no, no, like, not no, William no, I'm sorry no, no, Lucian <laughs> Lucian passes her I said no, the wrong no, name no, no. No, no you said Lucian no 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 um Lucian turns around. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I got this. Don't worry. No, no, no. It's fine. I will I, be the last person. <laughs> Lucian's just going to set up like a defensive position next to William. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Um, I was just going to say that... Uh, and take the dodge action. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's just going to be charging forward with her sword raised at this point. So... Okay. All right. That's a problem. I know that they're 120 feet out, so she can't quite make it there in one Are you taking just your standard move, or are you using dash to get there faster? Using dash, but it's still only 60 feet. Okay. Oh, actually, it's uh, 80 feet. 80 feet. Sorry. I miss you. (laughs) Uh, Miss B? Uh... <laughs> I was like, why why are we all being sacrificial at this point in time? Let's go! So she doesn't have to stay out too long either. Okay. Uh and so I guess you're skedaddling back is what I'm hearing. Uh she's gonna like walk backwards and shoot her arrows and just like watch and make sure her boys come back with her. Otherwise she's gonna be like, Well, I guess I'm gonna have to sit here and defend these nerds for now until they come back with me. Yeah, here's what I have in my head, and tell me if I'm wrong. There is one of these barricades just kind of outside the opening of this tree that you guys were in, the safe house. Uh, in front of 30 mm-hmm. feet in front of that is another barricade, and 30 feet in front of that is another barricade. They've kind of traipsed up the mountain like that. Uh, William and Lucian are behind that first one, very close to the entrance of the safe house. I picture Miss B mm-hmm. is at the second mm-hmm. one and kind of making her way back to the boys, shooting mm-hmm. arrows. Shooting arrows as she and goes. then I have yep. Beltol, who has move from the Charged second forward. one into <laughs> forward, the fray. Yep. And okay. that's where we are. So now we move to the group. And the group... And... And... Breeze... Breeze is, is in the... In, Breeze in, is in the trees. In the <laughs> with... Breeze is in the trees is with all of the golems highlighted and glowing. Perfect targets. Um, and a maneuver that perhaps Lucian and Breeze have practiced. The golems. I keep calling them. They're giants. One, the one on the right, the as you giants. look at the hill, picks up a stone and sees an easy target down, a fish in the barrel at the bottom of the valley, belt hole, and throws the stone. Um, that is a 17 to hit. That does hit. I did not imagine that I would have to destroy you like this. Let me go look up a, <laughs> a stone. I did not imagine you would be squished in such a Stone giant real quick. <laughs> you guys should be so proud that I'm actually like a- attacking you and not letting this uh, just go by the wayside. I'm always proud of you, Devin, no matter what you do. <laughs> you know, never say that. All right. Um. Okay. So that's a lot that's of. A that's lot a lot. Of, do I have that many dice? Hold on. <laughs> you can do it in D D Beyond. You're fine. Uh, I haven't got to roll it. So uh, eight. And actually, we might get a 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 20. It's 21 bludgeoning damage. Um, can you roll a strength saving throw for me? Oh, you better be under flow. <laughs> Should be pretty strong. That's a, that's a 21. 
Okay, you're good. So you take the twenty that damage. Um, and now the group it has descended um, upon you, and I'm sorry. Can you tell me the number of that damage again? It was twenty. Twenty-one. Okay. She uh, um, doesn't seem phased. So the first group that ascends upon you, I think you're able to, you're dodging, pairing, moving backwards. Maybe you see that this is not a good position to be in, but the second group has come around from the other side and found a blind spot and will do a series of attacks. You are so You are a freaking lucky person. I rolled an 8, 11, 7, 5, 8. I don't guess any of those hit. For me? No. Yes. She knew something we didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, so they they also are attacking, but you're you're adept enough to, to be able to turn and block all of their attacks as well. Um, and the train bellows one more time, and you hear last call. Oh, it's here. Time to run on. Uh, William cast a fog cloud on her, uh, on Belzol. 60 feet of fog, making it impossible for anything to see in there. Uh, and then shouts, uh, You did good, champ! Come on back now! (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Okay. Does he hear a response? Yeah, your callback will just be... Tell my story. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm on the way. Go get on the train. Okay, boys. She wants to die. William turns and heads towards the train. Like, if the train is here, I don't have to stall time anymore. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Miss B's out. However, she'll send a... Fucking... Summer... <laughs> Like, what's my pet's name right now? Summer to go help her out. She'll wait outside the the cloud to help her back up. Otherwise, booking it to train. Okay. Oh, William's walking. He is walking to the train. <laughs> Miss B comes up behind, running, pushing him on the back. Go, 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 go. No need to shove. No need to shove. Okay. <laughs> she runs run. down the hill. <laughs> okay. Into the fog. Into the fog. <sighs> And then, I mean, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to grab Belltoll and drag her out of there. Um. Okay. <laughs> the fog, by the way, does not overpower fairy right. fire. Fairy still fire still them. keeps them as illuminated. Tar- like like when somebody's high pinged on your map in a first person yep. shooter, it would still stick out. Yeah. Okay. I I think you. Yeah, because it's just fog. It's not like super and, dense. And you can travel how far? I can, far. I can manage 120 feet in a turn one more time. So if you want to use that, that, you'll get to feet. her. If you don't, you won't make it to her. She is that. Well, I guess I'm going to use it. Okay, so you make it 120 feet, and you were there. You're able to find her. Lucian's eyes don't glow anymore. You're able to find her in this in this chaos, in, in this battlements, and with the fog surrounding you. But you're also able to see all of the individuals almost completely surrounding you, but you, you've managed your way in to make it to Beltol. Yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm going to try to grab her and, and go. I mean, I'm... All right. There's no time to mince words. <laughs> okay, so you've, you've made it there, but that's that's your move, right? Or is that just... A, is that a feature? That's so... It, that, it's a feature that allows me to use the dash action again. So I had, to use my, I had to use my action to dash, my bonus action to dash again, and all 40 feet of my movement to move 120 feet. I'm okay. tapped. Yes, you there now. Miss B. Um, while he's running, though, can she have attacked these creatures with her giant sword? You, well, yes, I'm going to come to you next, and you'll be able to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, Miss B is going to try and stall the guy now, so the train doesn't leave without the rest of the group. <laughs> okay, so what are, you, are you walking through the door? You're going to go over the conductor? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to go over there and, like, 
stall the train now. <laughs> However she can do oh, that. That's she's a gonna, good point. She's going to straight mom. Really? Like, no, 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 no. My babies are not <laughs> on board yet. This train is not Basically, leaving. Yeah, it ain't leaving until everyone's on board. And where the fuck is Breeze? I don't know, but he said don't leave without him. He sure did. And he that's, ain't here either. That's just so everyone's <laughs> tracking why, oh, Lucian, he ran down the hill again because Breeze said don't leave without me. And Breeze is Lucian's ride or die. <laughs> well, Miss B is now stalling the conductor of the train, so we don't leave without everybody else. Uh, you walk through the doorway and all of the commotion disappears. It's just silence. All that remains I don't like that. is silence. And there's Christoph Shindo. No. <laughs> It's for <laughs> my name, and I shall be there. <laughs> Remember that time I told you to download the homebrew of the Indie Play podcast? Well, did you? No? Why doesn't anyone listen to me? It's for your own good. I just want to say that the Homebrew a D&D Play podcast is worth your time. I've listened to a couple episodes myself, and I really dig it. I really enjoy it. I'm really impressed by the audio quality. Let's be honest. When you started Lawful Stupid, you were not impressed by the audio quality. We even had to put in there a qualifier saying, hey, you might want to skip a few episodes. But you know what? The audio quality of the Homebrew a D&D Play podcast did not disappoint me in any way. Also, the story is extremely compelling. Unlike us, these guys obviously care about their show, and you can tell. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, is a sci-fi skinned adventure. They do release episodes weekly, which I love because I hate going two weeks or so between episodes of my favorite shows. Most everything in this story is reskinned and brewed for the, this pod specifically, so you're going to run into a lot of unique stuff in this game. Just to name a few things that you're in for, Cyber Battle Pits. Space dinosaurs, ancient lost technologies, and of course, all manner of sci-fi antics. You can also find them on Twitch as the Homebrew D&D. Again, that's the Homebrew a D&D Play podcast. And now, back to the show. In front of you is this translucent-looking locomotive, and you can you can almost see through the walls of this thing. And, and you see in front of you on the train is like our chandeliers, like it's a fancy um, car. Did you call it a car mm-hmm. of this train? And it, you see children dancing and laughing, and you see some older, uh, we'll call them geriatrics, uh, sitting in different places. And there is a long table in the middle that has a lot of food on it. You can't hear them, but you can see them. And it appears to be the only car currently that you can get on. Miss B is so confused. She's like, I just need to figure out how to not make this thing go. She holds on to it. <laughs> I don't know. Use your in the Yeah, go find buttons. Uh, there, there is just an open door that has slid open on this blue, translucent blue car in front of you. Go, go in through that door. Okay, and you go in and suddenly... And the train begins to depart. <laughs> you hear the laughing of the children who are, are kind of chasing each other. Uh, you hear a couple of the older uh, the older uh, individuals saying, calm down or sit down. We, we can't act like this. Uh, just things that they would tell children as they're acting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go over to um, Peltol. The madness around you is crazy, and, and you thought you were alone, and then you feel the hand of Lucian on your shoulder. She's just, like, I feel like she was already kind of in the process of starting to attack as he was running up and then feels his hand and it's going to go ahead and attack anyway. Um, Just uh, hitting two of these brightly colored things. Okay. Because they have the... uh, Yeah, I'm just going to give it to you. You you reach out and you're able to attack. Um, There's a taller figure. You say it's about seven feet tall in front of you. So you're able to hit mm-hmm. that one, and then next to it is a shorter one, about three feet tall, that you're able to hit. Cool. I'll go ahead and use just, two attacks just for the folks that- and hit both of those. Sorry, go ahead. 
just for the folks at home, just want to set the, the stage here. We are currently in a group of giants and also corrupted just races of men, mm. like dwarves and elves yes, and, and, and goliaths. Er, and <laughs> gnomes, uh, that kind of thing. So that so when you say you hit the tall one and then hit the three-foot one, you mean she hit a giant and then she hit like a gnome. Like a goliath and then a halfling or something of that sort, yes. Okay, so these are these are still people. We're not dealing with the giants. Correct. Yeah, the giants are still way up on the a hill. The giants never left the hill because nope. they're just rock-throwing mm-hmm. boys. Got the it. rock boys. Now I'm there. Now everybody's tracking. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry to interrupt, Nekofa. No, that's all right. Um, so she has two attacks per turn. I don't know if I'm... Yeah, roll so... damage for me. Oh, okay. I was starting to roll with advantage, but I can just roll damage instead. Aw, my first damage is only six. Okay. Um, and the second one did is you, did you, 11. Did you rage? I'll um, let you have it. You, yes. You were so mad that you thought everyone <laughs> left you. Because you're not getting the plus, plus two, two yeah. melee damage that you get when you rage, according to D&D Beyond. Hmm. I actually get so a plus maybe, three. Yeah, it's just okay. Did, you, did um, you click the rage button? Yeah. Because it should put that on automatically once you do that. I don't fully know how to work D&D Beyond. I'll figure that out in a little bit. That's um, yeah, right now, so, we'll just add the three directly add onto to it. That. So that's uh, nine and uh, 14. All right. I think uh, what you see as you uh, swipe the small figure, because it's just lights bouncing around right now, um, you see that it, it, it chops at the wrist. There's a light that disconnects from that body, and it lands on the ground, and then that light fades out of that part. Presumably, you cut off a piece of its body. Um, so you're saying the whole body was glowing, but when the piece, hand got cut this off, piece the piece fell, the hand fell, and it stopped glowing. Was this? But this is because of fairy fire. Yes. yes. Understood. Yeah. Got it. Okay. This is not some like sweet Devon world building. This is sure. That's fire. what I was. That's no. what I had to double check for. I was like, wait a second. No, no. This is your fairy fire. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. She's she's thinking to look at Lucian. And just, are you an idiot? And then gonna yeah. like start running <laughs> with him, said. <laughs> like back up the hill. Um, I know she can't see much right now, but like you can tell like where the incline is, right? Like she knew where behind her was, so finding her way back up. Well, it's it's roughly illuminated by the fairy fire, so you can see enough to run. You can see enough to avoid. Yeah, and them. go in the opposite direction, presumably. <laughs> Yeah. 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 All right. Colorful yeah. things yeah. that way. That way must be good. Uh, and so, okay. <laughs> so you attack. So back up to uh, William. Uh, I I get on this train. On this this locomotive. Is there anybody important looking? Uh, no. Like I said, lots of like somebody that would be in charge. Lots of children and older folks. Hmm. So nobody important then, got it. <laughs> I look around the train. Um, in, in traditional sense, is there like a like a bus railing that with one of the emergency stops There's on not. it? Like a, a lane? Okay. Um, all right, great. I open up my book, and then in in it, I I lick my I lick my finger or I lick my <laughs> pen and I write breeze. Train is here. <laughs> Get the fuck here. <laughs> love, love William. P.S. Also, hurry. <laughs> Last call. Lucian is buying time. Is, uh, is it, does he hear this in his head? Yes. Okay. And then he has. He thinks. He has. He thinks back, and his words show up on the page. Okay. Oh, Lucian is buying time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If we go over He's to. We go over to. I want to see Miss B real quick. <laughs> I, I picked uh you know who Breeze likes more. That's so it's fine. <laughs> is that emotional manipulation? I like that. Uh huh. Miss B is well. gonna go towards the caboose of the train because, like any old train, uh, there should be like. But there's only one car. There that should we be see, like the right? back door or something, right? So like, if you open up the back door, you're gonna have that little gated bit. So if someone has to jump off the platform to wherever this train is, Miss B right? would be there to hold their hand. Yes, <laughs> their hand. Yeah, I got. It. I see where your head's at. 
Uh, you walk to the back. That back, there is a door. Um, as you walk mm-hmm. in up the stairs to your right, it looks like there is a door. And to your left, as you walk to the back of that car, there looks like there is another door. Um, and you went to the left. You walk to the back, but that door will not open at this time. Well, great. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Real quick, tracking. William saw a single train mm-hmm. car. Okay, cool. Weird dimension bullshit. Got it. All no, right. when he said right and left, he meant like toward the presumably front of the train and toward the presumably back of the train. Yeah, but you don't know which way's front yeah, or back. That's probably why he called it right and left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the door and hold it open. It does not open. <laughs> Even the one I entered. You're in your own hell through. with old people and children. Yeah, yeah, I know. Now you need to stand in the side door that you entered through. That's what you need to be yeah, doing. Yeah, that's what yeah, I want she's to saying. do. Oh, the door. Those are the main the entrance okay. that she got on yes. from and hold that okay. door open. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't understand that. Currently, no one's so. running in, cool, cool. but you're there, waiting patiently. Now, Lucian, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Uh, Beltol has ran. I presume, like, I know with D&D, there's turns and everything, but I feel like she would start to run with him. Right? Like, it's a little ambiguous. And yeah, and 60, at this point, but we are not counting your... You have to take your turn. <laughs> you, you're running up the at hill. This point. Yeah. Um, how, fall cloud, is that a yeah, um, concentration? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fall cloud, yeah. Okay, so it's, it begins to dissipate. Why? In the concentration? You, haven't you broken concentration? Or do you... Uh, Bro, I got an hour. But doesn't you have to do a check? Write it in the book. Only if he what? takes damage. Oh, okay. I I'm, okay. I'm safe from the train. The warmness yeah, of the he's train. Able, he's, able to come he's, he's, he's already got coffee yeah. from some old, like a, a hot chocolate yeah. from some old person. <laughs> Extra marshmallows, please. Yeah, I just like take it off of somebody's tray like a waiter's going by. It's like, you want to get mine now? <laughs> uh, so Lucian's just going to shout, uh, Breeze! Scopes down! <laughs> and then cast uh, Channel Divinity and make a big boom flash of light. On those guys, brightness and pain, and then dip. Uh, I think. Oh, and Miss B, go ahead. I was just gonna say, Summer could be there leading them up the path to make sure to go over mm. any oil that's left, and just be like, "Here's the clear path. Take it, you dummies." <laughs> Summer is weaving back and forth. Lucian is jumping <laughs> in the spots, and I think he's caught up to Beltol, and it almost gives that sound like "follow my sh- my 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 prince." Uh, and as they're jumping through, <laughs> stones are falling all around, left and right. The stone giants are still there. Any sign of breeze? Uh, no, no sign of breeze currently. You make it up inside the door, and uh, a stone lands right behind you into the main room, closing off the, the door. And you've all made it into the train. Well, area. Lucian's gonna look around. Where's Breeze? Uh, William's gonna talk to Breeze, uh, mentally, if he's within 50 feet of me. I would be able to tell. Uh, yes. Uh, Mission accomplished, Breeze. Uh, everybody's here. If you just wanna join in here, Lucian is uh, losing his cookies. If you wanna just show up. Okay, my friend's in danger, but it's fine. Um, are you guys all on this uh, the first translucent blue train that is there? I, Lucian is not on the train if Breeze is not on the train. Okay. Uh, William is on the train. So when you send that mm-hmm. message, you hear a ding and the if you're sitting... Your call cannot be completed. The <laughs> caller has not set up their voicemail. Uh, Breeze is like swinging through the fucking window. The door that... Um, Miss B tried to open earlier. If you walk up the stairs, this main door, and left all the way down, it opens. And he says, what took you guys so long? Breeze uh, on the train, Lucian. Let's go. Okay, I have one. Yeah. That's all I feel is going to, like, lightly be shoving Lucian, like, toward the train. Like... <laughs> Lucian looks back at you incredulously as he casts Cure Wounds. You fucking... <laughs> you mind your blood before you tell me where to walk. <laughs> yeah, it's your bullshit. All right, so you you've all made it onto uh, this train, and uh, Bree says, 
All right, I need you guys to, to keep your voices low. I need you to keep your eyes forward. And I need you to follow me. And don't let go. And so then he turns and he put he puts one hand back. And so to, to get somebody's hand? Yes. So I don't know who the next person is behind him. It's gotta be Miss B, right? I assume it's Miss B. Alright, perfect. <laughs> so while Miss B takes his hand and like William's the next person in the line, you see William like looking between like this plate of like fucking pastries that he has found <laughs> and his hot chocolate and he puts down the pastries and takes her hand <laughs> then he realizes he's gonna have to hold somebody else's hand he drinks his hot chocolate and puts it down and takes the next person in line <laughs> uh then who's up I'll hold somebody's hand is that what I'm doing yep yeah you're holding yeah. my hand hold uh my can hand. I hold Miss B's hand instead nope can this be hold two hands? Can I request you an order? You know where you split your fingers? She has to hold Lucian. Can I, can I request an <laughs> order? Just hold uh, Breeze. Uh, I think it's Breeze, Lucian, Miss B, William, Beltol. I think that's linking back to Breeze. This is... Yeah. I want somebody out there to draw the oddest fucking shuffling of people in this audience where Breeze is like, hand out. And just, Lucian goes, no, no, I got it. I got it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Miss B, Miss B. <laughs> well, no, see, I, I was listening to episode seventeen, and at some point, he, I said, "Oh, Miss B's hand, I won't hold yours," and I'm just channeling that energy. Still, I'm assuming that even though that has I left just... me as a person, it hasn't left Lucian. Breeze holds his hand out, and Lucian just like does a triple flip over like four different seats and tables to be the one to runs grab the it. sidewall run. <laughs> rest, rest his chin on his hand as he holds. It. Judy chops a kid to get there. All right. I just scared the shit out of my dog doing that again. He like leaped out of his fucking dog bed. Uh, so he he's, he got he has all your hands. The door in front of him is open. Uh, it, it's like a, a black color. You can't see into the next train. And he looks back at Lucian and he says, "Uh, got a little more training we're about to go into." And that's where we're in the episode. I said, Lucian takes his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the oil. Oh, the train. It's, it's not that kind of train, Lucian. <laughs> no, 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 no. Prove it. Not, not again. <laughs> Boy, put your clothes back. <laughs> it's how we train. <laughs> now I know where the oil came from. I'm soft and I'm all oiled up. I'm too slickery. <laughs> I thought hey, you were Hey, if you want to support this fucking stupid ass <laughs> show uh go to store.lawfulstupid.org uh you can pick yourself up uh stickers uh t-shirts um you can get a lawful stupid uh safety mask uh, or whatever they're calling it these days anti-covid <laughs> mask whatever the hell they are uh anti uh people juices mask um face cloth face cloth yeah face cloth face um, i'm into anti people juices <laughs> Well, I mean, with all the oil going around in this episode, you're going to need something to protect you. anti body uh, oil. So again, store.lawfulstupid.org. It's scented. It's banana bow, bro. Scented. With what? Innocence? <laughs> Lavender. Oh, now I'm in. Before I wasn't. If you want to uh, tell us what scent it is for the oil, because it was Miss B's oil before it became Lucian's uh, project. <laughs> Can no, this, you, is uh, this is a very... This is a very different oil. This is the this is the Lucian retraining oil. Lucian's nut oil. (laughs) Wait a minute. You should you should join us at discord.lawfulstupid.org and tell us all about it. Hmm. I I want to know. You can even tell us in the room where Devin's not allowed to see anything. That's also fine. It'll be most interesting. My goal every episode is just to break Avon. Check. Um, <laughs> do, do we get all the things? Uh, we haven't rolled for humanity yet, but I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't know. I don't know what month it is, Devin. Can you tell me what month it is, Devin? Uh, if you'll give me just a second, I can tell you exactly what month it is. And people are like, "Bro, it's it shouldn't take it's, that long." I'm, I'm listening right about, now. We're talking about a future month. It's June. <laughs> I thought it was July. I think it is July. I think, the I think you're right. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You know what July is, huh? I don't know. You get to pick a new one. Oh, no. I lied. Ooh. Episode 20. This is okay. the last one for June. It is still. You said the last one for June. This is episode 21, first of all. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It's a new month. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure July. <laughs> You've been saying it's the last one in June for three weeks now. I positive. No. Okay, let's do this. If you if you realize before this episode that we've been calling it June for like six months, let me know. Just hit me up in, the, in my DMs and. No, you you've corrected yourself every time, but you keep saying it and it's fucking me up. It's July. It's July. It is the first episode of July. July fifth. He's just decided to have like a second June. It's fine. July <laughs> June two electric boogaloo. <laughs> um. Man, what's our charity, huh? Have we given the dots this year? We have not. I don't think I know of. Dots RPG! Real cool (laughs) folks. They make, uh, you know, like game books and dice that are like Braille for those who are sight impaired and like really try to make sure that they can become just as immersed as you or me. And it's really cool the way that they bring them into this community in a way that would have been very difficult for them otherwise. So we love and support them every time uh, that we get a chance. And we will roll for them now for our Roll for Humanity. And it is a, well, it's a four. But hey, man, three more rolls. So uh, big love, mm-hmm. Dots RPG. I rolled a four for them. Who'd you roll for? What'd you get? Tell me, or I hate you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, fuck, it. that's where you we're at. <laughs> Nobody's been telling me. How many weeks have I been saying, tell me what you rolled? Tell me what you rolled. Nobody's told me shit, and I'm very easy to get a hold of. 69. I rolled a 69. How'd you roll a 69 out of 20? Well, it's four 20s. Is it over the month, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So roll it. It's, it's, it's an awesome way to end your game. It really is. Like, you spend your time, you sit down at the table, you pretend to be heroes for three or four hours, and then you go, fuck, man, I still want to feel that way, even though the D&D's over. Well, be a hero in real life to some vision-impaired folks who just want to play D&D like you. Mm. Roll a D20. You can split it up between your whole party. You don't even have to carry the bill yourself. You can be like, hey, this is the thing we do together. Roll it and do it. It'll be fun. You'll let, it will make you... Not only will it make your game better, it'll make you look forward to game night even more each week. I promise you it's done it for me. Tell me what you rolled. Or I hate Where can they tell you? Maybe they just don't know where. Where can they tell you? I've said it. You can get at, you can get at me at ChristophShindo at gmail.com. The crew at, at LawfulStupid.org. Uh, you can hit me up on Discord. You can hit me up uh, in the comments on any uh, or, or, or review that you leave on iTunes or the mm. comments on any podcast one. that you listen to. You can throw that in the comments. Be like, hey, I wrote this. And you can just all kind of share that. Do that. You can If you become a Patreon, you can send messages to the whole group. And that's a bunch of people who know what Roll for Humanity is and love it. Share your group in the Patreon message and be like, hey, guys, I did this. What did you do? It'd be cool. No excuses. You'd enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> and I will end with a uh, good news story. You guys ready for this? Uh, some good stuff going oh, yes. on. Uh, in the world. I'm ready to make it unpleasant. I know. Uh, and this is, I always <laughs> actually just kind of pick them based on what I think you guys might say. Um, here's <laughs> one. Fun. Childhood Sweethearts Marry in Real Life version of The Notebook. Reunited after 22 years. I don't know if you guys want some details because I, I, after reading, I'm very intrigued. I mean, Dwayne, do you have enough to work off of that? I think I do. I think maybe the vagary <laughs> helps me. Yeah, you said they were reunited after 22 years. Yes, yeah, so it looks like they went to high school. He proposed with engagement ring he gave her when they were 15. Um, they were fell in love. I don't know what split them up. I don't. They oh, their parents were they were okay, too yeah, young. No, I got this. It was it was the war. Nope, got this. Okay, okay. So high school sweethearts, 22 years apart. Got it. All right, cool, cool, cool. So they they meet up, uh, and uh, they when they get back together. The guy's first words were, I waited at that tree for 22 years. You never showed up. Pretty gnarly. Um, but, the, but uh, and, and I also, you know, I usually have like a, a formula for this where I start out kind of slow and I do like leading statements and I then I build up to kind of a froth and I go, oh, like, I got sheeple. Uh, I'm not going to do that. It's like it's when you come simple. on to me. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> she died 22 years ago. Homie's fucking a ghost. I don't know what to tell you. She died. They were separated 22 years ago when she died. And homie is fucking a ghost. The end. Well, well, hold on. I revised my bad story with that. Uh, it's not fucking a ghost. He's fucking a body. He has preserved it for twenty-two years. That's that's Dwayne's version. In my version, his <laughs> twin brother, his twin brother Abel, uh, 
who's not a necrophiliac uh, fucks the ghost while his twin brother Kane does fuck a corpse that's kind of fucked up hmm. hey Elon, how are you gonna recover what if this is what if this is just some fucked up story of a uh, tuck everlasting you guys know that one <laughs> oh, gosh. i know that one <laughs> it's like the reverse evil yeah yeah, yeah. it's the one where he fucked the corpse right <laughs> Fancy Dan, the corpse fucking man. This, the, the, this is full the circle true now. hero of, of uh, Talk Everlasting, my favorite book growing up. <laughs> I hated that book growing up. Everyone did. It was so miserable. And then fucking, I, I always remember they had like a like a from the movie cover on that book on the on the mm-hmm. mass market mm-hmm. paperback. And looking mm-hmm. at the at the guy who was Tuck, I was like, that's just Binks from fucking. Uh, <laughs> What you, what's the Halloween movie? Um, Hocus oh, Pocus. Yes. Hocus Pocus. That's just Binks from Hocus Pocus. Don't lie to me. That's Binks in the field. I know him when I see him. And it's like, no, that's Tuck. Don't fucking lie to me. I know that cat man when I fucking see him. <laughs> well, that's what we have to give to you today, guys. We thank you for listening. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for listening. You know, whatever. Like we always say, we love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Jinj for more work, but uh, hey guys, it's Abon. As a fun surprise in this uh, good year of 2021 for the month of June only, we have limited edition Lawful Stupid Pride shirts and stickers available in our store. So go and check it out at store.lawfulstupid.org. It has Lucian, Miss B, and William with cute little rainbow hearts and flags. So you should go get them before they're gone. Okay, love you. Bye! All right, listen up. We were paid well to tell you about The Homebrew, a D&D Play podcast. But what they did not require me to say, and that I feel very comfortable saying, is that one day, Wizards of the Coast is going to come crawl into this podcast, and they're going to ask them to rep the brand. And you can say bye-bye to your beloved Matt Mercer, everyone, and say hello to the new and the improved Grant Milky, DM of The Homebrew, a D&D Play podcast. But in all seriousness... These guys put out a great product, and we know you'll want to give them a shot. All the links for the Homebrew ID&D Play podcast are in today's episode show notes. Go check them out. And now, back to our post-episode antics, or as it's colloquially known, the part where you stop listening.